Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. Welcome to our final episode of the year. Today, we have a very special guest interview. I am talking to one of my incredible clients, Mara Marchesi, also known as the Intuition Queen. Mara is an intuitive and creative coach, and she empowers women to trust their intuition and manifest their vision through the healing power of colors. Mara is also a podcaster and speaker, and today we are diving deeply into what color therapy is and how we can use it in our lives and businesses. I was so blown away about color therapy when I heard Mara talk about what it is and so excited that I knew I wanted to have her on the podcast to share with us all about the power of colors and what color therapy actually is. So get ready. You're going to learn a lot about colors and how knowing your colors can support you in your business, with your brand, and also in your life. Mara and I are also diving into her business journey and what she has learned along her business journey, which is always full of so many incredible lessons, challenges, realizations, discoveries. And Mara is so beautiful about how open and honest she is about her journey and what she's learned. And we're also talking about intuition. Mara is a beautiful, intuitive person who had this strong sense of intuition as a child. And so we're talking about what it was like for her to grow up in Italy with this strong sense of intuition versus living in London. And it's just a beautiful conversation that I know so many of you will resonate with. And I'm really excited for you to meet Mara and to learn more from her, from her beautiful business and life journey. So everybody, without further ado, let's dive in to this conversation with Mara. Hey, Mara, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Leticia, thank you for having me. It is an absolute pleasure. This podcast has been in the works for a long time, so I'm so excited that we're now flowing with doing this podcast today and having this beautiful conversation at what I know will be the perfect time to have it. So thanks for being here. All right, Mara, to get us started, can you let our beautiful listeners know a little bit about who you are and the beautiful work that you're doing in the world today? Yeah, sure. So my name is Mara Marchesi. I am the Intuition Queen. Uh, I am an intuitive and creative coach and a healer. And I empower women to trust their intuition and manifest their vision through the power of colors and uh, and other holistic uh, techniques. I talk about chakras and uh, um, crystal therapies and other stuff. Um, and so the work that I do is I really, I, I really love helping women to understand their inner power, uh, that they're able to create whatever it is that they want, just looking into themselves. They don't need any exterior um, manifestation of things. Uh, it's just looking mm-hmm. into themselves that they can live the life that they want. And so the connection with their intuition for me, it's very important. Uh, and so I help them to 
to understand how that plays out for them because it's very different for everybody. Um, and so once they realize that, once they know how intuition works through them, then they're able to make the right choices in order to manifest what they want. Mm. Oh, yes. It's, that's where all the gold is, is, isn't it, inside ourselves. Yeah. And, and we, and I, I know we all have a story um, when, when we weren't connected to our intuition, which led us to really realizing the power of that wisdom within. So can you let us know a little bit about how you got to be doing this work today? Yeah. Well, um, to be honest, I've always been very intuitive. Uh, I always been the kind of person that chooses what makes me feel good rather than what is logically better. Uh, mm. Especially my biggest decisions in life have always been driven by what I felt was the better thing for me. No planning, no nothing, like when I moved to London and then, you know, you see the, the results. But that has always been my thing. I never realized how strong my intuition was because I thought that was how everybody has it. We are women, we are intuitive, so that's how it is. Um, so when I moved to London, I started my spiritual journey because a friend of mine told me to read The Secret. And I was like, <sighs> okay. And she was like, yeah, it reminds me of you, so I think you should read this book. I'm like, okay. Mm. And so that's brought me to uh, going to self-development books and discovering all this self-development thing that I had no idea existed before, which helped me massively. And so. From that, I was like, oh, okay, um, I could become a coach. I had people that were like, you should be a coach because, uh, you know, people come to you because they want to feel better. You, you just have this thing. Mm. And that, that became like from people telling me, I was like, well, actually, you know, I quite like when people tell me that talking to me made them feel better. I feel better. I feel good. Mm. And so I started to be like, okay, I started to say, I, I'm going to become a coach. But what I was doing was just reading books, watching videos, maybe go to some workshops, but I wasn't really taking any action. Um, mm. And so, but then in 2015, my dad passed away and it was quite an unexpected uh, thing. And that broke me so much and scared me so much mm. that I, when I came back to London, I was like, okay, I need to make my life happen now. Like there is no, no more time to waste, no more excuses. I need to make it happen. And that's when I decided that I had to do something to become a coach. I had to become a coach um, yeah. because I was miserable in my job. Like I kept on changing job, but that wasn't the thing. Was, the thing is that I was doing something that, had nothing to do with my personality, what I really wanted to do, my soul wanted me to, to do. Um, mm. And so the year after, I, I signed up for the Beautiful You Coaching Academy. Mm. And, uh, and that's how everything started. Uh, and and it, it was probably the first time where I was so committed into studying something. I was so enjoying studying something that I couldn't care less about anything else, going out, what was going on in my job. I was like, this is it. Like I was spending time and time reading and learning with such a joy because it was exactly what I wanted. 
Um, and so from there, then I, when I completed it, I was like, okay, so now I'm, I am what? I am an intuitive creative coach and I'm going to create, mm-hmm. I'm going to coach artists. And uh, that didn't go that well. And then I, uh, somehow I am super creative. I love music. I love art. And I thought that was my way. Uh, but then with time, I realized that it's com- it was complicated for me at that time. And I, I think also I had this thing that not being myself an artist, but just being someone that loves art, I couldn't really coach them. Somehow I managed to get out of that. And I decided that women that want to change their life was more my kind of uh, theme because it was what I was doing. I was... I always dreamt big dreams and mm-hmm. I always did whatever I could to make them happen. And this of changing my career completely in a quite a orth- unorthodox way, <laughs> for, yeah. especially if I think about, you know, my mom and uh, my, my environment back home in Italy. Um, I was like, okay, so I, a lot of women are miserable in their job and a lot of women want to change. And so this is what I should be focusing on. This is like, I should be telling them that, you know, they can. Um, and so, yeah. And so I started slowly to get into a feel of what it means for a woman right now to, to want to change and why they will want to change and, uh, and things like this. And at the beginning, I still was like, okay, but how do I do this? So I was like, okay, let me start a podcast and interview women that have done this before. So I have some sort of content because as much as I had a little bit of content and I had knowledge, by the time I still didn't feel like I knew enough. Mm-hmm. And that was already like 2019 when I started my podcast. Yeah. Yeah, was last year. <laughs> yep, <laughs> last year, and I, I, I always wanted to start start a podcast because when I watched for the first time Marie TV, I was like, that, that is what I want to do. I want mm. to share stories of inspire of people that can inspire other people, and so I decided to um, start this podcast called Intuitive Queens, where you are on it, <laughs> and and yep. uh, women that have left their career, whatever that was, and decided to follow their intuition and find found their purpose. Now they're doing whatever they feel is aligned to them so and they're happy. They are most of them are helping other people. Mm. Um, and so that gave me such a a hype because I love meeting and connecting and uh and yeah and then I was still trying to figure out uh how do I um add on color therapy because colors for me as a child have always been something super fun like always been Mm -hmm. attracted by um bright colors uh when i was in my 20s i was the most probably colorful person my colleagues were like but mara maybe you should wear beige and i was like hey you wear beige because i need to wear pink <laughs> or you know they were like but i was like i'm working in an advertising agency i am like you know um but it's like for me it was like full-on color makeup uh, i i just been it just makes me very happy and then in mm-hmm. 2016 I had my first aura reading 
And this oh. lady was reading the colors of my aura. And I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? And so I started to look into that. And in the meantime, I had taken the first level of Reiki. And I was like, okay, I understand. And so that also my journey through understanding and learning about how energy works. And so I was like, but... For me, it's the color thing. Like aside from mm. Reiki and uh, and the aura, there is a power of color. There is an energy of color which is similar sometimes, but can be separate from the energy of chakras. Um, so I started to dig a little bit deeper, and I think I come to a proper conclusion this year with uh, you know being home by yourself, doing your own thing. I'm like, ah, <laughs> there I have it. Um, and, uh, yeah, so now, um, basically what happens is, um, we have our own colors, like when you do, um, astrological chart, they take your date of birth and they tell you, you have this and that planet there. And so you are a sun, you're a cancer sun and you're Sagittarius rising and this is your Venus. So it works in the same way when you do a color therapy session. There are four different colors that tell you uh, what are the color you came to this world with, so which your your characteristic as a person, and what colors you need to work on, and mm. what colors will bring you to the future, like that you need to work on in the future, and what is your life mission. And mm. uh, every color has a positive and a negative. So depending where you are at, you might be too much in one color or the other and also once you know your color you also understand a lot of the dynamics that play out for you because you know if i give you an example red is a color that tends to burn out because it's quite it, mm. it it's a color that is reflects the fact that you are a leader you have the leadership characteristic but also you're very you can be very aggressive and someone that gets bored very easily if you don't have that kind of uh, quick vibe a little bit like if you're an artist and so yeah. you, t- you you might tend to burn out because you want to constantly achieve and do and uh, oversee and and so, so if you know this whatever it is that is going on in your life then you can figure out, okay, maybe I'm being too much of this or too much of that. Mm. So you can use colors, uh, complementary colors to, to tone you down. Mm. Uh, and, and yeah, so, and colors meaning like using the color for me means that I give exercises to wear the color, to feel the color, to give yourself the intention to eat that color. Um, mm. and be surrounded by the energy of the color. It's not something that you do um, practically that you can actually touch what you're doing. Like when you're journaling, that maybe you're writing down things and you start to see things pop up. It's more like it works in an energetic way and it changes the way you feel. Yeah. And so when it changes the way you feel because your intention is to feel better, more grounded, um, whatever that is, um, then you start to be kind of put towards that direction without you knowing. It just you start to feel it. So, 
and, and this is what what I do. And then from that first reading, if you want to work more, then we can continue. But the good thing is that once we know your colors, then it's just so easy to work on whatever it is that you want to work. Maybe you want to change something in your life. Maybe, you know, there is some resentment towards a person that you want to release. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be anything, but it's working in a way that you are always aligned. Um, and obviously connecting your intuition and working on manifesting, but, with the power of your colors because this is who you are like for example when i mm. chosen my brand colors before i did that i came across this i'm like aha mm. and when i did my color reading i'm like aha of course i'm these colors and even mm. my friends are like of course you're pink purple and uh, and uh, <laughs> an orange like that's you mm. and i was like i know right uh because they all have a meaning. So pink is, um, generally, there are more, more specific meaning, but pink is the color of love, orange is the color of creativity, and purple is the color of intuition. So I was like, okay, of oh. course, right? <laughs> <laughs> but purple and, not, and, and pink have always been my favorite color since I was a child. So I was like, obviously, that's me. Like, it is me. So it just changes a lot. And now when, when you know it, I'm like, okay, now I feel like I want to wear pink today, or I feel like I'm drawn to green today. And I know why I'm drawn to green because I know what green means, but maybe you don't mm. know why you're drawn to blue today, but you feel mm. like I really want to wear that blue dress today. And, you know, I don't think that it's just, random I, th I think that your your body your intuition is asking you to wear the color because maybe you have to have an important meeting and you feel like your communication have to be more on point or mm. any other situation and you just absorb that color and you feel better um mm. so there is a, a a lot of power into the color i just get crazy when it's, it's talking about <laughs> colors i can i can go on forever <laughs> it's so fun and exciting so it sounds like it activates yeah. the, the colors can activate something within you yeah 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 that's super cool. I have a question. So if you get your aura reading, because I just, the color reading, because I just got mine done recently when I was in at the Crystal Castle in oh, um, by, up in Byron Bay, um, are the color, are your colors, the do they correspond to the aura reading or is that more about like where your energy is at today in this um, moment? Well, when I did it in 2016, I was told that my aura is emerald green. Which, if mm. you think about it, it's the same um, same characteristic of pink. Pink is love. Uh, yeah, green is love. Heart chakra. Heart chakra, forgiveness. Um, yeah, that's the, that was harmony. what mine is. Mine's mostly all green. Yeah. I did it, uh, I think, two years ago, a year ago. And I had some other colors in there, but I was in a really... Um, um, kind of a situation so I was kind of like a little bit afraid and a little bit restless so she was like you know your you have your I, you, your general aura is always green because this is who you are but then obviously depending on the situation you might have an addition of other colors in there because 
it, which, you know, she was like, your elbow is, I can't remember what color she was telling me, uh, blue, because you need to communicate this. I was like, okay, <laughs> fine. Um, but generally, yeah, you have one color and that is your color because that is your main characteristic. Um, so yeah, it, it fascinates me because, um, you can tell so much, especially when you read in the aura, you can tell so much about a person. Um, I'm not yet there to do a full color reading, like aura reading, because when people do it, they also see things. Um, I remember I did it the year after my dad passed and, you know, also grieving and all that. Um, and I, I didn't know this lady. It, she was a friend of a friend and she didn't know anything about me. She only knew I was friend of this friend and she started telling me things. I'm like, okay, how do you know this? Um, but uh, it, you can start with knowing what are your uh, your colors and, uh, and then you expand your knowledge into reading the aura properly. That's my aim, reading the aura mm. properly but I am taking it from the other side. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's so fun. And I love how they're connected to like the planets and um, like, d- does it mean for instance, like, um, like my son's in Capricorn, does it mean that Capricorn has a color? Like is Cap, would, would the Capricorn be the same no matter what, what planet it's in? It's not much about the uh, astrological sign as much more about the month because, for example, mm. January, it's a number one, and number one is red. So you could be either Sagittarius. <laughs> I knew it. I was like, I've got all the red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you could be a Sagittarius or a Capricorn, but it doesn't matter. Like, your, your color will, will be red. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, so that will be your, yeah. So red is the color that um you need to be working with in a lifetime to make your life easier <laughs> yeah and well also i need to balance it out cuz yeah. i think i've got heaps of i've got heaps of capricorn in my chart so to, I, and I know like for instance my north node is in Pisces mm. and so I know like in this life my work is really moving towards that sort of energy so I imagine like whatever is the like opposite of the red would be yeah something that you need to balance that's really cool and it just makes so much sense and I love the idea of all the different ways you can work with the colors you know bringing them into your workspace and and, and like you said with the clothes that you wear and just your brand colors, the the theme of your home, like, and when you need different things, yeah, it, yeah. the options are really endless. Yeah. And, you know, we have colors no matter what, because you dress with colorful, sometimes with more colorful stuff or not, um, you are going to dress your house with uh, things that have a color. Um, and it's just about being mindful of what color you're putting in your life and, mm. uh, and see how they affect you. Because, you know, when people paint their, maybe one of the walls in their bedroom red, maybe that's not exactly a color you want to have in your bedroom. Mm-hmm. You might be yep. a lover of red, but that means that you're going to be overcharged all the time. Yep. And so it's knowing all of those subtle things that and how they can affect you 
Yes, okay, I know that everybody says, you know, lavender, this and that, but that doesn't necessarily mean you, you need to have that kind of color because your life changes throughout. So even just having a blanket on your, on your bed that is, I don't know, a nice emerald green because you feel you need more love. Maybe, you know, maybe you, had, you just had a breakup and you feel mm. you need more love and you feel to, you know, forgive your ex-partner for what happened or you need to forgive yourself. And then just wrap yourself up in some green and, you know, uh, eat more green, stay in nature and get that kind of love from your environment rather than going to look for somewhere, somewhere else. Uh, it's about being mindful. And even with um, your brand colors, when I do the brand color thing, which I don't actually do. I just give them the colors. They're like, oh my God, and what do you think if I do this? I'm like, <laughs> look, I think, you know, they might ask me, uh, but once you know your colors, then you can decide, maybe I want, you know, pink to be the biggest part and then the, the subtitle to be orange or whatever. Um, mm. You choose how that fit for you. But what I found out is that when people know their colors, they're happy. Because most mm. of the time, it, it's colors they love. One funny mm. thing is that every time I do a color reading for the first time, that person is wearing one of the colors that then it's going to come up in the reading. Like even a small thing like a hairband or there is something, and every time I say, okay, so those are your colors. And they're like, oh my God, green is my favorite color <laughs> all the times. So I'm like, it, you know, it is in you already. I, I just tell you what I know based on a calculation. But other than that, you, you probably can figure that out mm. uh, because they are the colors that you really love. Mm. Maybe not all of them, but surely there is one. Oh, wow. This is so fascinating. I love it. And I was just thinking you know, um, about how your mood, you know, really affects like how you express yourself with your clothes. Um, when I lived in London, I wore a lot and I, I did wear this like back in the day as well. I love floral dresses and lots of colors and bright sort of things. But then as I've moved back to Sydney and my mood has been very different and, um, I've been really drawn to more like earthy, more neutral colors. And I think it's more, and when I, as I think about this, you know, it's really about that sense of safety and security that they like the grounding that they provide. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that just makes complete sense that that's, you know, cause it's, it's such an intuitive thing, colors, what you're, what you feel like picking and choosing for yourself. So we yeah. can actually, um, we can actually use our color choices as you, as you, as you've been talking about, to also understand how we're feeling as well. Yeah, and also if you feel like you reject a color because some people are like, oh my God, I cannot stand yellow or whatever mm. color it is that for you really doesn't resonate with you. When there is something that you can work on because that color is triggering you something within you. Mm. Um, you know, yellow is everywhere. It's not like, it's not a mixture of a variety of color that makes a shade of a color. And then you're like, okay, I like green. For example, I don't love um, navy green, mm. but I love green in general. Yeah. 
Um, so there is, but if you really yellow for you, it's really not a color. And I, you know, one, one, I, I, I made a post some time ago about the color red. One of the things that women often say is like, oh, you know, no, but red, I cannot wear red. Mm -hmm. And why? Because red, if you wear, if you're a woman, you wear a red dress. What does that mean? It's confidence. You're a courageous woman. You're bold. You know, you don't care if people look at you and the attention is on you because you can carry yourself. Yeah. You have no problem. But if you're shy and if you have issues with self-confidence, red is going to be too much for you. Mm. Oh, wow. Getting from wherever you are to be able to wear the red, and maybe that means you know doing some inner work, and and this is one of the things that I do. You know, you cannot wear red. Okay, let's um, let's talk about what's behind you not being able to wear a red dress. Because I don't care. You can wear whatever, but it's the symbol behind the red dress that is bothering you and there is a confidence issue and maybe it's something else mm. okay let's release that oh um yeah that's so cool that's amazing yeah well we definitely have to do a color session together I'm excited yeah. <laughs> to find out all of my <laughs> colors it's so cool and yeah I'm just having so many realizations about just about myself about choices I've made over the past 12 months and yeah like as you mentioned about confidence and I'm thinking like of lipsticks and the the bright colors as well. Like I have one of my favorite dresses is this really bright pink um, dress. And I know your dress. Yeah, yeah, you know the dress. But this year I haven't really felt like wearing it because mm. I because my energy's been in such a different place. And mm. um, yeah, it's just and I also don't wear lipstick. Whereas I used to wear a lot more lipstick. I've just been wearing more like subtle pinks and. Um, yeah, it's really interesting just to think about because I, I know my energy and my mood has been very, very different um, since being back in Sydney. So that's really cool. Thank you so much for sharing. All, all You're welcome. Stuff. You're welcome. And, you know, I think it's also a cultural thing. Like you are in Australia, so there is always the sun and the color is there. Mm. Like I guess that when you go to buy clothes, especially now that you're going towards summer and all that, um, you're going to find a lot of bright colors. Yeah. yeah. I am Italian. I've always been colorful. Like you go into shops, even in winter, you find color in, in Italy. Yes, you do find a lot of dark colors, but you also find a lot of bright colors. Mm. For me, moving here, I was like, okay, where are the colors? Where, you know, I miss that. Like, unless it was summer, but then winter was always this very dark colors. And I remember one of my first interviews when I moved, I was wearing a pair of trousers and then I had this red shirt mm. and I went to this interview and, and to me that was like a nice shirt and you know I was dressed to do an interview yeah <laughs> I got into the place and it was one of those places where you have all the candidates there because I didn't realize it was like a marketing assistant position but the reality was a door-to-door -door kind of thing mm. When I got in there, everybody, girls, guys, it didn't matter. They all were wearing either black or gray. Mm. And all of a sudden, I saw all the eyes on me and I was coming with this red thing and red lipstick. And I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> I was like, and that's what I found every time I went for an interview or in uh, places of work. 
I always been told, oh my God, you're the most colorful person. I was like, oh my God, like it's gray outside. The carpet in here, it's gray. Everything is gray. If I don't put some color on, I'm going to go crazy. (laughs) Oh, I love that. I love how you're such, you are such an artist and creative. And, you know, even the other day, you know how you sent me a message about my fridge magnets. (laughs) Being all straight. That wasn't me. It was Lou. But <laughs> uh, your message was so beautiful. But I was really distracted by your fridge. I was like, oh my god, they're so perfectly aligned. And I was thinking about my fridge, and they are all over the place. <laughs> oh my gosh! But then I remember that you are a Capricorn, so I was like, of course, she's a Capricorn, so everything has to be perfectly and structured and I'm like and I'm a cancer so everything has to be like in the flow la 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 <laughs> I loved that it's so cool. I don't like rules so no alignment no no structure <laughs> no structure at all it's so good don't worry we're balancing each other out <laughs> oh that's so awesome um so okay I just need to go back through your story of through a couple of things that I wrote down mm-hmm. um First of all, uh, that's really interesting that you always felt that your intuition and that sense of creativity and your connection to your feelings, it sounds like as well, was really strong and that that's something that you felt was just like the normal for everybody else. I think that's a really interesting perspective and it's, I, and it's a different challenge when you grow up in that way and it's not like respected in the world around you because, mm. you know, we all live in a, in a masculine world and even more so when we're young. So I imagine as a, you know, as a child, um, we're all so much more intuitive when we're kids. Right. But, um, it's, you know, how is that supported as we grow up? Did you feel supported with your intuition? Like as, as you grew up, like in Italy and what was it like there? Well, I, I think I, I was, I'm lucky enough um, to have a mother that although she is scared about certain things and I don't think she can handle me now yeah. in terms of what I know and what I talk about, but she's always been intuitive in a way that she dreams stuff. Mm, yeah. So for her, it's always been like, you know, my intuition told me that. Mm. Oh, yeah. don't, don't ask. It just is something that I feel. I know I'm right. Mm, yeah. My mom is a Capricorn as well. So oh, <laughs> she knows everything. You know nothing. <laughs> yes, yes. We so know it all. <laughs> for me, <laughs> so for me, that part has always been kind of like smoothed over by the fact that my mom had had this thing and she couldn't talk about it with her sisters. Mm. Um, because her sister would just brush her off. Yeah. And so she would talk about it with me and my dad because we they, we were the only people that would listen and understand mm. and not judge her. Yeah. So I grew up with this part and also with my mom being kind of like, you know, I had this feeling about this thing. I don't know. And so those kind of conversation were always with me because she would have this kind of conversation and she wouldn't hide it from me mm-hmm. when I was a child. So I think that in this kind of way, in terms of my family, I never felt 
I had to kind of uh, explain myself more. Mm -hmm. If I said to my mom, I don't know, mom, I just feel this thing about this person. I I don't know why she would believe me. Mm -hmm. So in that, the problem for me was when I had to do, when I was doing this or try to do this at work. Yeah, um, yes. You know, as much as that is part of like, especially when I was working in advertising in Italy, that was part of the thing. Like if you're a creative, you get ideas by this. So there wasn't much of a problem for me then. It was more like either, you know, with my ex-boyfriend uh, or things like this. Like, but what do you mean? How do you back this up? And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I just know. <laughs> I just know. Can we? And then, and then there was the usual situation where, like, mm -hmm, I told you so. Mm. Um, yep. So when people started to get to know me, they will stop even questioning me. But that they have to get to know me to stop questioning me. The problem for me was here because I started to do a completely different job that had nothing to do with creativity because um, I couldn't find it when I moved. So I had to go into whatever I found, and. Um, And so there wasn't much space for me. So I think that my journey was very much open in that sense when I was in Italy, because mm -hmm. also I think it, Italy has a energy is different. Yeah, People are more open and more attuned to this than you can call it God, you can call it whatever, but there is more this kind of uh, some sort of forces. Your intuition is powerful and fine. Mm. When I moved to London there wasn't this kind of um, opening. Mm -hmm. I didn't find this kind of opening. Then I started to work in properties, which is a mm -hmm. very masculine yep. uh, environment. Um, so I think that I did it for myself. I remember once I went to do an interview for a job. And, <laughs> um, so one time I, I went to two in different interviews and one was making me feel better, but was paying me less. Mm -hmm. And the other one was paying, was paying me more, but I just had this bad feeling. Like the moment I went into, uh, the room where I had the interview, the people I talked to, I was like, yeah, bigger job, bigger company, better pay. But I just already feel like I'm not going to last year. Mm -hmm. And my friends are like, but Mara, but you know, you've been struggling like with, um, low pay jobs why don't you and I was like no no look um, this makes me feel better mm -hmm. um, and so I went for it and I'm glad I did that was for me the way I explained it because I can I have this visionary thing I feel stuff but I, I was like guys I just feel it, this is better but more but this is paying more I was like yeah I'm just gonna take this one <laughs> Uh, so, you know, my girlfriends at some point, they let go. But, you know, it, I think the problem for me was, you know, when you have a male boss that you need to explain things and they need to have this data and this evidence. And I was like, just do what I tell you and let's see what happens. And then if what I say it's going to happen doesn't happen, you're never going to listen to me again. But it was very difficult for me. So I think that before I actually started to study and become a coach and before my, actually, before my dad passed away, I kind of kept it for myself. I was still, you know, doing my thing and reading all the self-development books because for me that was important. They were making me feel good. I could see there was a possibility for me to change. 
but I think I kind of uh, tried to fit in in the work environment uh, because otherwise I couldn't survive if I was just talking about my intuition and stuff. Mm. When I started to coach, also because of the way the beautiful you is done and how they are very openly about spirituality, which is what I was looking for when I was looking for yeah. a course and I couldn't find, I was like, I don't want a sales coaching course mm. where they teach you the, you need to follow the structure and then you need to, no, I was like, I need something that is feminine and spiritual mm. because this is the direction that I want to take. Um, and that started to open me up a little bit more. And so I started also to be more interested in how do you open your intuition. But it wasn't a very conscious thing. I think it was more a, of a soul desire, like open this up. Mm. And then as always happens, you meet people and things like this. One of my, pers- oh, a person that I had met before that we had done something together, she's a channeler and a psychotherapist. She started to help me out and we started to talk about it. And she was like, oh my God, Mara, you don't understand your intuition. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm, I'm an intuitive and creative coach. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, no, no. Like she will call me to get hints from me about projects that she wanted to work on. She's like, okay, no, no, come here. Let's have like, I, I'll do a session and I have a therapy session with you after, but I need input from this. Mm-hmm. And she... To me, what she was doing, like we have a conversation and I'll just give you my opinion. This is what was happening for me. Yeah. She was like, no, Mara, you, it's your intuition. Like every time I talk to you, you just open channels for me. And I was like, what are you talking about? Mm. And so one day she was like, listen, I don't think you realize how powerful your intuition is. That is your power. Mm. And at some point she went, oh, and wait. They are saying from upstairs that you need to call yourself the intuition queen. I'm like, what? Wow. She's like, yes, this has to be your brand name. You are the intuition queen because Mara, you will realize at some point, but your intuition is your power. Mm. And oh my God, if she was right. Wow, that is incredible because you've had also with the coaching and the intuition, people actually tell you that this is what they see in you. That, and you know, when I did the human design reading, that was also, uh, Tim was also like, Mara, um, your intuition and your creativity are so intertwined to each other Mm. that it's not a coincidence that you are an intuitive creative coach. I'm like, oh, it was like, this is who you are. Like you are living in your purpose. I'm like, oh my God. That's incredible. Wow. And so, you know, even with the colors, I'm like, because this is who you are. So of course you're attracted by those things. And of course you are those, those, those kind of energy because you are like this. So if you are a star a sign in, in a way, or if you do a human design read, this is who you are. And so after all of those confirmation, like, okay, <laughs> all right. So intuition is my thing. And I, and the more I work on it, the more I see how that grows. Mm. Um, it, but I still sometimes feel it's so normal. And then I have people like, how did you know this? How did you see that happening? Like, when people tell me, oh, you know, friends, for example, you know, 
my girlfriend is telling me this and then she wants to do this and then she wants to do this and this and this and this and this is what's going to happen. And they're like, oh no, come on. I'm like, I'm just saying. Yeah. And then that all of that happened and they're like, I hate you. Like, okay, well, but this is what I felt. Yeah. And so when those things I so I start I I massively started to trust myself. So now I'm like, I know it. Like, don't come to me saying that I'm wrong or maybe you want to check. No. No. Now it's no longer, oh, that person said that. So maybe maybe she's right or maybe he's right let me figure this out let me go and check this other thing i just because i i feel it coming from my my belly for me that's how it works Mm -hmm. it's a feeling for me yep um and and when i don't listen it becomes a whisper coming from my gut so it's just (laughs) so weird like hello (laughs) can you hear us yes um it gets very loud yeah, but you know, when you figure out how that works for you, how that talks to you, and you know it, and you see the result of that, when you follow that, you then start to trust it more and more to a point where when people question you, you're like, nope, I know me, you don't know me, so I know I am doing the right thing, watch me. Mm. And you have that confidence to say yes or no, and stop listening to all of those people that are trying to project their fears or even, you know, if they love you, they're doing it for, for your, your own sake. But you start to be like, okay, no, this doesn't work for me. So, or, you know, I feel this energy, so I'm going to stay away from that person or whatever that could be. And you stop to be drawn by a place or another, by other situation from the exterior stuff you start to go within more and more because when you're not sure, you just have to ask yourself, okay, so how does that play out for me? How do I feel? Does this thing make me feel good? So, you know, cause we're always going to have our ego comes to hmm. say, Hey, no, sorry. I think I know better. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, if you are in something has happened to you and you're in, in a low state of uh, emotions and mind, it might be difficult at that point to trust yourself so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just learning how it works for you to go in within yourself. You, you, you might have a completely different way to do it than I have it. Yeah. Um, and so it's learning that. And so once you go back to center again and you go back to yourself, then you can ask yourself, okay, so what do I do with this situation? Do I say yes or do I say no and mm-hmm. you start to go back and feel and and that's how you you move forward and then you know and that's how you start to manifest things because you are following the right path for you instead of uh, you know keep clashing you know when you keep looking for a job and nothing happens and people are telling you the same thing over and over and you keep on not listening well that is your fault because the message is there you keep on going out on dates and you keep on meeting those kind of people that don't match your energy that you want to push because you want to have someone but it doesn't work that is another message that maybe you need to stay alone for a little while and figure out who you want and what you want 
But you know how we are. Sometimes we just need to charge ahead because we want that. <laughs> we need to have that. Or, you know, I, I won't feel important, successful enough if I don't get a job that pays me this much with this title. And maybe there is a job that has a different title with a lower pay that will bring you forward way quicker. Yes. Yep. We but, just, it's, we just, we have to respect that our intuition has way more wisdom and perspective than what we have here, you know, on planet earth with our feet on the ground. We just, yeah. we, we don't have the same level of perspective, but we do have it within us to, to have that perspective all the time. So what I really hear from you is that it's, you know, training up that connection with yourself, the more you trust, the more like easier it gets to communicate. I always call it, we all have our own intuitive library and mm. um, yeah, I love that term. And yeah, it fits yeah. up differently. And it's just sort of learning what's your intuitive library, what's that made up of? How does it how does it work? And and so testing, you know, small things in your life. Once you trust something, once you go, okay, look, I'll just follow through on this thing, I'll just try it. And then you get have the benefit of hindsight and realize why that was the right decision for you at that time. It builds your confidence, doesn't it, on continuing. Yeah, because if you think about how many times you have bypassed your intuition, you've done something different. Mm. And maybe it went well for a little while. And then all of a sudden, something else happened. You started to feel miserable, whatever. So you're trained not to listen to yourself. Mm. To train you. So you need to unlearn not to listen to yourself and train yourself to actually trust, which it's fearful to trust yeah. yourself because you're putting a lot of um, pressure on yourself as well because, you know, I might, I'm trusting myself. Like, am, do I actually have this much power mm. to always know what I'm doing and how do I explain this to my people? Yeah. Um, you know, so there is that. Maybe you start to trust yourself. You start to be like, oh, I actually did this right. Oh, okay, I like it. And then someone comes like, oh, why did you do that? Why did you not do what I told you? But I, you know, why did you not go and meet that person that I told you was going to give you that better job or whatever that could be? And you are there, you're like, oh, you know, and it depends who you are surrounded by also, because oftentimes you might start to trust yourself and then you feel guilty because you have. Yep. Because maybe someone that loves you has given you what they think is the better solution for you. Yeah. And now you go back to, oh, are you right? Let me do this. Mm -hmm. You go against yourself again. And so it's, you know, as you said, it's little pieces, you know, try maybe something small. If you if you feel like it, try something bigger. Um, yeah. But it's that training over and over and over again. And, you know, sometimes we might fail because sometimes we might confuse intuition with something else. And that's what's okay. Yeah. You know, it's, it's an exploration of yourself mm. again. Uh, you need to figure out, does my intuition plays in this way or in that way? Do I feel like this or like that when I am in tune with my intuition? And maybe last time I thought I was, I was just very much excited because I got a very beautiful new, uh, news. And uh, now I took a decision based on that hyper feeling that has nothing to do with my intuition. 
And so it's figuring out how you work basically because everybody's very different. I can tell you how it works for me, but it doesn't necessarily work for you. So it's trying little different things. And I am like, you know, it, it just happens so quickly. Once you get it, if people think it's a thing that, you know, oh my God, how long is that going to take? No, it's so much within us, men and women, that the moment you start to take a little bit of steps, like, you know, when you, the camera has the, um, it's all black and you cannot see and then you have the, the hole that opens and, and then you see the light more. It's mm. exactly like that. It just like, you just need that little light opening and then the more you do it, the light opens more and more and more. Um, so it changes yourself in that way. Yes, I love that. And the more, um, and I was just thinking for, with other people who aren't trusting you, the more that you trust yourself and you show that this worked out, then the more that they then trust your decisions and the way you make decisions as well, which I think is really important. Yeah. So it's like, because I know like, you know, whenever you're taking risks, people around you are going to be just reflecting all of the fear that's inside you and that society has. And it's, but then those people will be the ones that are so inspired later when they really see that all oh, things did actually work out well. So you actually do everyone a service by trusting yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Absolutely. Yeah. Because then they respect you. They're like, oh my God, you know, she, <laughs> she was fearful. Maybe she wasn't, maybe you were, but you know, despite everything, uh, she made it. Did you see that? Uh, you know, it's a kind of a uh, thing. So it's helpful for, for everybody. And, you know, it's a good thing for the whole universe. Absolutely. All right. So lovely lady, I'd love to know what is a top highlight you've had on your business journey so far? And also what has been a, um, one of the like top challenges that you have faced? (laughs) You know this very well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think that the top challenge for me, um, I think there are two top challenges for me, which they're like one, one, they go together and it's like releasing the expectation that I used to put on myself so much about uh, when I need to achieve what, how much money I need to do, thinking that if I worked a lot, that will get me to that point. Mm, Yeah. Uh, and and that was the challenge for me well, at the beginning of the year when we worked together and also releasing the control over everything, which mm. it's been like the theme of for my for myself this year. Like the universe from July, it started to be like, okay, I don't think you realize this much. Like <laughs> you've done some work, but let me let me put you in a in a situation so you get it. You get out of 2020, you gain you get into 2021 that you have released this. Um so releasing control, massive, massive thing business wise and personal life wise. Um, Mm. in terms of this, because what I realized is that, yes, of course you set goals and of course you set timing and of course you set everything else and step and whatever. But then when you do that, someone like me, um, that, you know, when I have a, something in mind, as my friends say, 
there is not stopping you. You just <laughs> charge ahead. Someone like me, it's going to do everything that she can to do that, which means that whatever around me starts to get in the way, I'm like, you go. Like, <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I'm fighting some demons. Like, you go, you, that place, no, you. <laughs> and so, when you do that, you don't allow whatever has to come for you in your life to make you grow. And so you are so controlling over, so controlling and protective over whatever it is that you're creating, the goal, whatever, that at some point you can manage to protect and control. But Mm -hmm. then that thing is going to break because you are interrupting the flow of your energy, which... I shouldn't say this, but it also interrupts your intuition and your creativity. And in fact, you remember I had a kind of a writing block and I have to do some work on that because I was struggling figuring out what to post and stuff. Mm, Yeah. Um, And I was going against myself. Now, the thing is that I was listening to my intuition a lot and everything, but there's a, you can always go another level. Yep. You can always up your uh, your um, the way you receive your intuition and the way your creative flow goes. So of course I was open with my intuition and my creativity was on the go, but at the same time I was giving a disservice to myself because in trying to control myself, that other stuff weren't coming in. Mm. So. I will feel like uh, blocked or oh, the builders are outside so I don't feel like creative and you know mm-hmm. and you start to find all the reasons why that doesn't work yep so that was the greatest block and lesson at the same time for me this year uh, which was not just a business-wise thing it was like a complete all-around thing like Online. please get it Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, uh, let's just pause there for a moment because that's a really good point. You know, when we have patterns showing up in our business that are stopping us from moving forward in the way that we want and creating what we want, they're also showing up in other areas of our life. I always love to say how we do business is how we do life. And so, you know, it, this is why the opportunity to transform your entire life when you work on your business and look at transforming your blocks that are really obvious in your business because you you can see how they're affecting like the way that you feel, the results that you're getting and all of this. It's so, it's such a beautiful opportunity for us all because it, because of that ripple effect across the rest of our lives. So your story really shows that, you know, focusing on that, how it's like unblocked so many other aspects for you as well. And, and also I really love what I, what I hear from you is because you have that tendency to just forge ahead. It's, it was allowing yourself to, you know, have a plan, but then also to be really present in the moment and allow it to, to look differently than originally had, than you had originally planned. And yeah, that is hard for all of our minds because our mind gets attached, even when it's a good thing. Like we start off with a wonderful plan and it's inspired and creative. And then the mind is like, let's put the latch on now. Now I'm attached to it. And it, and yeah. it, it is hard. 
It is, it is, and, you know, and I and now I've realized that, okay, I have this plan, which is on my notebook, and it's there, and I'm working towards it. Mm, yep. But um, something else can happen. And in fact, um, I was working on something that I wanted to launch in January, and then I started talking about with a friend. I was like, oh, I don't know. It doesn't feel that right. Like, we started talking. I'm like, oh, of course, because I think I should do this instead. Mm. So today I was working on something. I'm like, yeah, this is what I need to do. Mm. So it's not that I'm not going to do that thing that I wanted yep. to do, but I had set myself to do it in, in a certain time. And now I'm just moving it up. Yep. Meaning that maybe this other thing that I want to do that I feel more aligned to will bring me to do something that combines that and something else. Maybe I just need to release that because something else comes up mm -hmm. and that's okay, you know? And I think that the problem is when you start, because I still consider myself a pretty new coach and entrepreneur, but obviously you, you have been for so long working for someone else. Like one thing that I always say is like the first day when I left my job in 2018 and I was like, finally, I'm free. So I took like 10 days off uh, going around London, visiting musical places like oh, Freddie Mercury's house and this and that because mm -hmm. I go crazy for that thing. <laughs> and uh, and then the first day I'm like, okay, cool. Right. So computer up at, uh, started at nine and <laughs> I'm writing a couple of emails by 11. I was like, oh, and so what now? <laughs> what do I do? Mm. And now what do you do? You don't know what to do because you've been uh, used to react in your yeah. job. You know, they give you something, you receive an email, they give you a project and you just go, 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 do, 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 do. Yeah. You create also depending on what is your job. Uh, but now you have to create from scratch everything and nobody has taught you that. Mm, so so true. what you do, you hire a coach, yep. which tells you, you need to do this, 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 this. And then you do that. And then you take that course where they tell you do A, B, C, D. And mm -hmm. if you do A, B, C, D in this sequence, then you're going to make this much money. And then it doesn't work necessarily for you because you do all of the things that you they tell you to do and it still doesn't work because there is so much more that you need to do because maybe that is not the way you should be working because maybe for you, you do A and you do C and then you do B and then you do D mm. and that's how it works for you. And so you get hung up so much about, but that guru said that, but that person said that, oh my God, I'm not doing the right thing and this is why I'm not... So I think the first year for me was a lot of that. Mm, yep. Which was like, oh my, and then, you know, that I'm very diligent. So I need to do everything and I want to do everything. And so I think that was a lot of that for me that I needed to release. And I needed yep. to kind of be like, okay, look, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You know, nothing is going to happen. You know, it doesn't work. You need to change something. You need to change maybe your energy. Maybe uh, you need to stop working about the actual 
uh, planning of something and you need to work on the fact that you're not talking to your mom because this is happening. Mm. Oh, you know, good. Yep. to me, it's, I realize that, you know, when I feel in a way that I cannot work, I don't feel, there is something I need to be working on. Something has happened in my life something that has happened in my life before that I kind of pushed away because mm-hmm. I didn't want to see it and I didn't want to work in at that point. Yeah. But those things surface up at some point. And so for me, it's, it, it was, you know, even understanding that and doing that extra inner work aside and be like, okay, so what is it that I need to work on my energy? Okay. Why? Well, I need to work on this emotion. Okay, cool. Let's work on this emotion you know, and being aware of what's going on again, you know, and, and helping yourself to tune into your intuition more and more and more because it messages are always there, always, you know, uh, and we decide to ignore it. And sometimes I do it as well. It's not that I'm the intuition queen and I'm always, you know, no, I also decide that at some point I want to focus on this. And so I'm not going to see that because that is going to distract me and um, delay my process. Mm. But I can do it for a little while, but then I'm going to have to look at this thing because otherwise I can't move forward in this other thing. Mm. And normally, as you said, yeah, go ahead in your, in your business. Don't forget to look at your personal life because it's going to come back again into your business if you don't look at that thing in your personal life in, at the right time before it gets, you to, it gets to you in your business. Mm, yes, I love oh, yeah. this. And this is why we take a holistic approach to business. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So tell us, um, I want to ask you two more questions. You know, I got to a year of podcasting without realizing I got to a year. And then because I was, I started mm. to feel tired and I realized I was, you know, I just didn't have enough time to, 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 to do other stuff in my business. I was like, okay, I'm going to take a break. So I ended it in September and I will take it back in, uh, in spring. Um, but it was kind of like, to me, that like the connection that I made because I'm, I'm, I love connecting mm. to people. I, I love and keeping that connection. So with some of the people that I had never seen before that I found on Instagram or Facebook um, that I'd never met before. And then I, I wanted to have on my podcast because maybe they had a specific story or something. With some of them, I still talk to them. We chat, we talk about, you know, we have our mini mastermind where we exchange uh, coach each other <laughs> and things like this and it kind of creates this beautiful friendship from people that you have never met before like uh, one of my friends now is a, she's a numerologist she's in LA you know um, to mm. me because this pumps me up so much and listening to their stories and um, and what they're doing and how they're creating something beautiful for other people it really, really pumps me up massively. So this is one thing that I'm really, really proud of. Uh, something that I want to expand, yep. that I want to make it become a big event. You know that. <laughs> so that is yep. to me one of the things. And, and that's also what gave me confidence in terms of me as a coach. Um, you know, mm. because 
I realized with times that pretty much like this, the storyline is the same. Then it, the character changes, yeah. the timeline changes, but the storyline is the same. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, so true. And that gave me confidence, you know, okay, fine. Like, we're all on the same path, pretty much. Um, so, that to yeah. me is a major thing. And I think also, um, color therapy in general you know being able to combine this because when I finished the beautiful you course I knew I wanted to use color therapy and reiki and use crystals and oracle cards and I did put on my website when I did my website oracle cards and but I just didn't feel I don't know I felt something was missing and I think this year, everything somehow, when I stopped doing, 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 and I started to allow myself to just be and, uh, and, and, and I scrapped back off, I was like, okay, stop thinking about all of those plans and stuff. Start over. Start, you need to listen to yourself because clearly there are too many things going on here that are just distracting you. And so I started to, okay, look at things like area per area. Okay, so what is not working here? Okay, what do I need to do here? Okay, what do I need? Okay, and so from there, then all of a sudden one day things started to get together. I'm like, oh my God, I got it. And I started to have readings and people are just so amazed by this and so excited that gets me even more excited. And so one thing started to happen without even me realizing. And, uh, and I was like, ah, okay, so now what? universe, I think I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I but love yeah. that. Cool. And so, and let's talk about, cause we work together one-to-one as you've mentioned, can you share a little bit about how you've already sort of shared a little bit about how it supported you, but could you share a little bit more about how working one-to-one in holistic business coaching supported you in 2020 with your business and, um, and also who you think holistic business coaching is for? Okay. So the way it supported me, um, well, obviously, it gives you accountability and it keeps you on track, but also at the same mm-hmm. time doesn't put the pressure of um, having to do and being our masculine side. It's a lot of also, okay, let's talk about this other thing. Um, and, you know, with your inner voice um, uh, activations and stuff, there is also... Uh, this part that you understand about you know our energies and things like this which to me it's really important because you can be the greatest uh, Mm. coach but if you're just about uh, the structure of the business um, I understand it but it doesn't work for me because I need that kind of thing first of all because I work in the spiritual world and this is what I do but I need someone else that can see things that I either don't want to see or I'm not seeing yet. Uh, so I need that holistic approach from someone else because there is, a, I think it's a 360 degrees view of the business. Because as you said earlier, you know, let's not kid ourselves. 
thinking that if you start a business, then you can forget about your personal life, your emotions, what happened to you with that person, because it's just not true. Uh, it's something that we need. It's like our life is our life. Then we have compartments and, you know, we organize ourselves to be in this way when we do business and in this way when we do private stuff life. But then they come together. So you are affected either way. So and having this approach where you kind of work a little bit of on everything, uh, yeah, to me, that was super important. Uh, and, and, and I think it's what, it's what I needed. I needed this. I didn't need another coach that tells me, okay, do this, this, this. And then, cause I can do it. Like, you know, I've taken courses and follow the rules, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to get the exact same result that that person telling me I'm going to get because I know I want, um, because especially I think that if you're an intuitive person, depending on what you do, you have to look at your energy. You have to look at your emotions because they, they drive your day. Yep. Yep. They're absolutely. You wake up in the morning and you just don't feel like creating nothing or you just don't feel like in the right mood. So you need to know how to switch that. Mm. And having a coach that knows and understands that. And when you are in a session telling you, Oh my God, I feel so bad this week. I had blah, blah, blah. And you start to go into self negative talk because you start to feel failure. You start to feel you haven't done enough, mm. which was my thing. <laughs> and, yeah. and you kept on reminding me, no, Mara, but no, you have. <laughs> I have done enough. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you got to believe. I have done enough. This is perfect. You know? But having someone like you reminded me that for someone like me, that I'm always thinking that I need to be on a roll because mm. then, you know, it, it, it was the most important thing because at some point you would be like, okay, let's forget about the business plan and what we were supposed to be talking about today because you've done enough. Let's talk about what's going on with you. Mm. And to me, that's important and you need to do this because otherwise for me especially i keep the emotions yeah i i have my ways to release the emotions but to me you're you're the expert business wise in mm. creating the business so if i don't talk to you about what's going on with me in terms of how i feel in my creation of the business mm. i can talk to other people yeah but talking to you is different because yeah. you're taking me on a on a journey so you know where i started and you know why i'm getting to that point is because maybe something happened so i think it's really important to have a holistic approach to business because we are energy and all of that and emotions so we need to look into that mm, yes absolutely and the goals that we set when we first start something they come from a place of what we think we should set for ourselves and then what we learn as we go throughout the journey is that actually the goals don't matter what we want is the journey right like you want to have a business that feels good you want to have a business that is unique to you you want to have a business that has space and and that is really important to work on because otherwise we build the things that we want and then it's just like always trying to keep up 
the the facade to to have those things rather than um, approaching it from the other way where you build on a strong a, a true strong foundation where you're aligned where you have the space and that then just allows the abundance to flow in and yeah. it's in the time it's meant to as well. So, okay, beautiful, Mara. It has been so wonderful to have you on the podcast finally. And it's been also so wonderful to work with you in 2020 and to witness your amazing up-leveling and the way it's unfolded for you. And I always love helping people to do less in their business. It's very fun. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and you've just shown up every step of the way with such an open heart and with trust of yourself and the process and and you like no matter what kept showing up and and honoring your feelings first like really honoring doing that work and facing facing what was coming up rather than hiding from it and it's just so beautiful to work with people who really take responsibility for everything in their life and and that's how we expand so quickly so yeah. Thank you yeah. for giving me the gift of supporting you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for wanting me on your podcast. Uh, and it just, it's just been a great journey and uh, I'm just really happy that we did it together. Yeah, me too. And how can people connect with you? Um, so they can go to my website, theintuitionqueen.com. Awesome. They can come to my group, Discover Your True Colors on Facebook. I do... Um, healing sessions and uh, a variety of things. I talk about colors and uh, they can find me on uh, Instagram as the intuition queen, which is probably the, the funniest, the, the funniest platform where I do a lot of uh, stuff with colors, celebrities, what kind of color they are and things like this. But yeah, those are the main platforms. If you want to book a session, go to my website. If you want to come and learn a little bit more about colors and be a bit more, uh, hands-on and participate more the group is there for that reason there are amazing women there and we just share our things and uh yeah beautiful awesome thank you so much lovely lady so there you have it my beautiful friends a big thank you to mara for coming on to the podcast and sharing her story and wisdom with us all you can connect with mara over on instagram take a screenshot of you listening to this episode right now tag us both on stories you can tag mara at the underscore intuition underscore queen and me at Letitia ringe let us know your top takeaways and we can't wait to continue the conversation with you all there now if you are growing a business in 2021 and want to find out about how I can support you, head to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash growing and you will find details of the ways I can work with you in your beautiful business in 2021. And or if you are starting a business in 2021 or making sales for the first time, you can find out how I can support you at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash starting. And lastly, if you'd like to use the same end of year process that I take myself through in my life and in my business to make sure that I am aligned as I go into the new year, head to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash workbook and you can order a copy of the same workbook that I use at the end and start of a new year. All right, my beautiful friends, I hope you so enjoyed this conversation with Mara and I will see you next year in our next episode.
Bye. Hey, if you're ready to create your very own purpose-driven business too, I invite you to check out my online program, Create Your Beautiful Biz. You'll learn how to create a business that allows you to make your difference and thrive. Just head over to www.letisharind.com forward slash CYBB. Let's make creating a business beautiful. I'll see you there.